All right, so I want to open with a, a not often discussed uh, Gladio event, which is uh, Delhi's Supermarket, uh, which is a middle-class supermarket in Belgium uh, in the town of Alst, a commuter town to the northeast of Brussels. On November 9th, 1985, um, which is a Saturday, and also St. Martin's Day, which is basically Belgian Christmas uh, when they go and get toys. Um, basically, on a busy shopping day in the supermarket, everyone out doing their morning shopping, trying to get last-minute gifts and things like that, a Volkswagen GTI was parked outside the supermarket, and three armed men hoods over their heads came out of the car. The tallest of the three produced a pump-action shotgun, opened fire at point-blank range, and finished off in cold blood two shoppers instantly. Upon reaching the checkout counter, he began to fire randomly at anything that moved. I saw three masked men coming out of the rear, a man said to his child, Drop down, there they are. An unnamed witness recalls the terror. One bystander who tried to flee was shot at seven or eight bullets through his car and shot grazing behind the ear. Total panic reigned. One woman, whose face was covered in blood, was screaming something about her child. I don't know exactly what. There was a little cover or shelter for the terrified shoppers in the aisles of the supermarket from the three masked gunmen. In the ensuing massacre, eight people, including a whole family, died, and seven more were injured. A husband and wife and their 14-year-old daughter were finished off in cold blood at the supermarket checkout. Another father and his 9-year-old daughter were killed in the car trying to flee. The massacre in Alst was the last of many events that came to be known as the Brabant Massacres, named for Brabant, the uh, surrounding area of Brussels, the largest city and capital of Belgium. They were immediately odd for a handful of reasons. A lack of obvious motive, the professionalism displayed, and the investigations lacking any results. In 1988, British investigative journalist John Palmer had reported that evidence for the Brabant Massacres now points to a not insignificant extreme right-wing group, including neo-Nazi, called Westland New Post, or WMP, the militant wing of the Belgian ultra-right-wing organization Front de la Jeunesse, and was founded by Paul Latinus. When in January 1981 the left-wing magazine Poor exposed the right-winger in the government and his connections, Latinus abandoned his public offices and fled to Pinochet's Chile. The magazine went down to claim he'd been implanted specifically to train the WMP how to carry out violent attacks, how to organize military training camps, and how to carry out surveillance. Martial Lecou, a Belgian gendarme from 1972 to 1984 and fled to Florida in the United States shortly after, later served as an expert witness and press informant of what happened in Brabant in the mid-1980s. He's quoted as saying, We knew we were protected by all the possible authorities depending on the type of mission. Was he, Paul Latinus, paid by the Americans? I can't say, but he was in contact with them. It was journalist Hakuin who later provided the missing link in this, in this whole case, an interview with WMP terrorist Paul Latinus. This is Hakuin speaking. When we met up at the following days and weeks, I asked Latinus who had asked him to build the group, the WMP. He mentioned state security. He talked to foreign military authorities. I pushed him and he eventually said American military secret services. He later clarified under oath that his, in his own testimony to Belgian authorities, it was the DIA, the Pentagon intelligence. Shortly after this, on April 24th, 1985, Latinus was found by his girlfriend, strangled in his basement, hung by a phone cord with his feet still touching the ground. Hakuin, the journalist who interviewed him previously, would go on to write, Each time when they attempted to reconstruct the suicide, the telephone cord broke. It could not hold his weight. 
Aquin wondered if the United States have nothing to do with the massacres, why then do they not communicate, keep silent, and leave suspicions to grow?